Are you ready? Starting now? (laughs) (laughs) Now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. (laughs) Fuckers fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. (laughs) What's the title of this Uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Our fucking faces are everywhere now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're welcome, ladies. (laughs) <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really, this is, this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And this is season (laughs) fucking five. Wow. I know. Okay, so we're going to take a few minutes at the beginning of the podcast and just Mm -hmm. we're going to list out everything that's going to happen in this season, everything new. (laughs) Um, Mike, Mike's compiled the list. So, Mike, go ahead. There it is. There it is. And then the goddamn thing's gonna change. And we we did not rehearse that, but I knew you know exactly what I was doing. So thank you, thank you for uh-huh. playing along. Sure. We actually, we actually had a a pre podcast meeting, but it had nothing to do with anything we we're going to talk about. It has to do with fucking tax shit, and Ugh. that's a whole other story that we don't need to talk about on here. But right, only only thing I'll say is um don't don't open an LLC in Indiana because they don't sometimes have <laughs> they don't sometimes have the forms ready for you to go. But that that's a whole nother story. Hello, Mike. Hi there. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Yeah. So you know, seriously though, I mean here's the thing though. Um I mean this is we've done, you know, this is episode one oh five, which is cool. And we can talk mm-hmm. more about this, but um, you know, for yeah, we don't we don't do anything different. We made a we've made a couple of changes along the way. As everyone knows, we're we're not about the brand new year, a brand new season, mm, nothing. No. If we feel like fucking changing something or not doing something or doing something, we just fucking do it because you know what? That's what we were taught in <laughs> sobriety. So that's right. <laughs> that's why we do practicing these principles I heard in all of our affairs. All of them. All of them. So speaking of practicing those principles, um, uh, we're still going to do a reading in season five, aren't we? Are we? <laughs> I think yes. we should. That's that's yes. one of the that's you know what? I don't know if anyone else looks forward to it. I do. And here's the thing, though. I I post well, you know, I post a reading on uh, Instagram, which hits mm-hmm. Facebook every morning, too. Yeah. And <clears throat> I see a lot of people that that's one of the things that gets a lot of activity on our Instagram page aside mm. from, you know, all the fucking nasty memes, right. but you know, people will share it on their stories. Some people will comment. They're like, thanks for posting this, you know, needed to hear this. Mm. So I, um, I do it because I, I do it. And I've done it for years under different medians. Media. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somewhere. Right. Media <laughs> under, under different areas other than just Instagram. I've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, I think people appreciate it, and I hope people appreciate this reading because I don't know. I'm still I'm I'm glad we started it, and I know you yeah. are too. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so let's uh, okay, Mike, over <laughs> to you. Let's do a reading. 
All right. <laughs> uh, this is actually from this week, uh, February 20th. Uh, I am grateful for this minute. My eternity may be in it. That's from the AA Grapevine magazine newsletter thingy de Bob from March 1947. Uh, the present moment is our link to the divine. How we conduct ourselves in the present moment is how we come to know what we believe in. We must never forget that moments are tied together. One moment leading into the next. Thus, by acting from our values in this moment, we increase our chances of acting from our values in the next moment. If we stay tied to the divine in this moment, we increase our chances of being tied to the divine in the next moment. Recovery allows us to choose what we do with our moments and what we choose to be tied to. Dependence, on the other hand, is the loss of choice. Are we grateful for having choices again? Are we grateful to be able to connect with the divine in this very moment? Prayer for the day. I am grateful to have this moment. Higher power, help me to use it to help others and to do what you want me to do. In reality, it is your moment. Thank you. Today's action says actions because this is a program of action. I will work to live. I will work to live today in the moment. I will work to see and find my higher power in the moments. If I can do this, I will, I will stay connected to eternity. All right. Sorry. I was, I was making a yep. note and had to put my pen down. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I want to unmute, but um, okay. So I like that one. There was a Bam. lot of, uh, I put quotes uh, in quotes, the divine. So uh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, a lot of, t- well, was, was this from as, the, the grapevine or no? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> divine get it divine that's a great fun divine um <laughs> right um right well and and this is a wonderful example of me taking what i can use and leaving the rest right <laughs> and and we talk about that a lot i mean that that's from all these readings that we do or i'm sorry mm-hmm. the Mike does is uh is they're all from god grant me you know which yeah. is his number one favorite book. And yep. um, certainly it's, I, there's a few that I read, but I, I love it. That's the second one I read every day, 24 mm-hmm. hour first. And then uh, obviously that one and the other, I don't know that I think God grant me probably has the least amount of God ish things in it. Mm-hmm. You agree? Yeah, I know. Ironically, right. The one that's God grant me has God right there in the title is the right. least certainly religious, um, you know, compared to like the 24 hour book. Right. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it's, um, it, it is nine times out of 10 that we use the phrase higher power than something else, whatever, you know, God or whatever, because they, they know what we are and, <laughs> you know, it's, it's our choice to find our higher power, a power greater than ourself, whatever that happens to be. Right. And yes, this one does have a lot and, you know, it ends with the word eternity, which I don't believe in that either. Um, but that, that doesn't take away from the fact that I love the sentiment of this moment. This is the, this is all we have is this very moment living in the now is a huge part of, of, uh, the program. It should be, um, it's a big part of my program, right. You know, uh, the past we can't change and the future is not guaranteed and there's nothing we can do about it anyway. Right now is all we have. And as long as it makes it a lot easier for me, I know that, you know, right. I mean, I certainly 
when I was uh, in my uh, <laughs> my delusions, um, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely was focused a lot on the past because God knows my present sucked ass. And, um, you know, I did a lot of uh, dreaming about the future, too, hoping that it wouldn't be as bad as the moment was. And, hey, guess what? <laughs> like the reading said, you know, what happens in this moment is probably going to influence what happens in the next moment. Right. And, yeah, hey, and what do you know? It fucking did. I sucked ass in that, that moment. <laughs> I sucked ass in the next moment. <laughs> yeah, you put together enough. And we always talk about that's That goes back to, you know, talking about bad days versus bad moments, mm-hmm. which is, you know, we've talked about it plenty, but I think it's hugely important. It's That's like the number one thing that, that mm. gets me through um, life, the days, right. the weeks, the all that stuff is realizing that. And, and I think it's important that, you know, this is talking about, you know, obviously putting moments together. It's it's looking at it certainly from a more positive spin. But mm-hmm. um, I also look at it from, you know, on the other side, figuring that, OK, there could be like we talked about, you know, there's no such thing as a bad day. It's just a lot mm-hmm. of bad fucking moments, you know. Right. And if there's let's say there were one thousand moments in a day. And mm-hmm. you may have 989 that are bad that day. Yeah. Um, there's 11 good ones, and you got to focus on those 11, Absolutely. you know, rather than the 989. Which mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, it's not fucking easy at no. all. No, <laughs> but like but. everything else, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Right. Yeah. But yeah, the I just wrote down. I was just uh, I, the only reason I circled uh, and, and quoted out the divine because I thought it was kind of funny, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad you made the point of that because it is true. The 24 hour book, very, um, very God, very not very, but more religious based. Mm-hmm. Even because um, I read a day at a time, mm-hmm. that get, I'm trying to think that may not get as God ish, but it talks more. That'll focus a lot strictly on just AA stuff. Mm-hmm. And then keep it simple seems to be the one that's almost the kind of like breezy one in the wind type of thing most of the time where right. it's not really um, if I I'm trying to think it's probably not as godish you know mm-hmm. probably more AA than it is anything but right um, I don't know I mean between the, the the four books that I read I I get a nice mix but it's funny is those like when there were there was a lot of the we talked about it a couple episodes the anger and fear and that sort of thing mm-hmm. that was the theme in all four of those books. That right. like for a particular week or two weeks or whatever it was, you know, which is which is nice because, I mean, granted, yes, they're all in the same day and this and that. But um, I don't know. I mean, I suppose these people that wrote these books, I mean, they mm-hmm. had to draw from other things. So I'm sure that, sure. I don't know, you know, or maybe maybe the last couple of weeks were fear and anger week, you know, national <laughs> national fear and anger week that we didn't know about. Fear and loathing. <laughs> yeah. uh, look up national fear and loathing. Oh, fuck it. Look at that. The dates now. But um, <laughs> but no, this particular one, like the the first thing that it said, grateful for this moment, I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Um, moments are tied together, which you know, obviously we we're just talking about a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then um, I liked where it said, dependence is the loss of choice. Right. So I didn't have a chance to think about it, but um, I don't know. I, I was going to say, what does that mean to you? But you know what I mean. What What do you think of that? Dependence is the loss of choice. How does that one like sit with you, or what do you think about that? No, absolutely. I agree with it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. When I'm a slave, I don't have a choice. I, you know, I'm again, I've talked about it a million times how, you know, I, I don't want to get loaded today and, and I end up loaded. Um, yeah. I don't have a choice when it comes to drinking and that's, I have to remember, I still don't, I, I will always never have a choice. I know that doesn't make total sense, but it does. 
Um, right. I will never not have a choice when it comes to drinking. The choices I have today are to do the things that these people taught us to do. So I don't have to take that first drink of that first drug. But if I don't do those things, if I choose not to do my readings and do my prayers and, you know, be a good boy and do the next right thing and all that simple shit, um, I will lose the choice. I will pick up a drink and a drug and I will destroy my life and the life of everyone around me. And, you know, I don't want to do that today. So I <laughs> guess I will choose to do this stuff. <laughs> well, and what, what about on the other side, though? I mean, do we have we've got dependence on this program and the 12 steps and the people sure it's more, more of devil's advocate type of statement. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, can we look at that dependence as a loss of bad choices or, I mean, how do we look at that? <laughs> that's actually a really good way to do it. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing, first thing that popped into my head because our dependence on this program and these principles and these, and these mm-hmm. folks that we, that we were friends with is not a bad thing. Um, but right. that dependence does, I mean, it helps us get rid of those, you know, we lose the bad choices. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to look at it. Yes, of course. Right. I mean, yes, that my alcoholic mind will go, well, you're still dependent on something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am an asshole. That's right. I certainly am. But yes, with this dependence, I lose the bad choices. I get to make good choices, which in the long run, being selfish and self-centered makes my life better. So why wouldn't I want to choose the good things and have that little bit of dependence on things that are good. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let me write that down. I, uh, I said something <laughs> worthwhile. You Bill, did. What day is it? What day is it today? The 20, 23rd, Third. right? <laughs> oh yeah. Real quick. Um, Kylie's birthday. So our, um, our right. niece, our sister's daughter, um, her birthday was mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. So I don't know if right. she still listens to us, but, uh, it was a day late, but you know, obviously we all wish her happy birthday on, Facebook or texting or whatever, but uh, happy birthday yep. to our our little mentee. <laughs> mentee, <laughs> Cause, yeah. isn't that what? Because we were mentors of hers, so she would be a mentee. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes, right. And then I brought up the band, the mentors, and that's when Kathy banned her from looking up anything on YouTube that Uncle Mike said. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, because you got to you got to figure, you know, because her and uh, her and my son are. I mean, they're only well, he was what the six months apart. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, both of them were. You know, they were eight nine years old when when we got sober, and right. you know, it, it wasn't that long until you know, obviously, Mike came into our lives and hanging out at family mm-hmm. events. So we're talking, you know. 10, 11, 12 year old kids. And, you know, we're right. We haven't, yeah. we haven't I think, changed. I think at that point, she was, yeah, right. I think at that point, she was around 12 or so. And yeah, right. <laughs> she went and looked up the, the band, the mentors. And for you adults in the audience, go ahead and check them out sometime because they're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what we used to play cards against humanity and have to have Kathy mm-hmm. uh, screen the cards and stuff. And, yeah. It was still fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was some nasty ones. She's like, nope, Kathy, go through this big pile of cards and there's be this whole pile of shit. And if anyone's ever played cards against humanity, it, it's hard to play with a 12 year old, you know, or a couple it of is. them. You know, right? so it, it was still fun, but there was still things that well, yeah. that we could use <laughs> and that she didn't necessarily know, or at least we don't think she knew, but so it was fun. Right. Though. It was. It was. Yes. And we had to censor ourselves a bit. That's all right. Now <laughs> yeah, we just, don't have to because she's all right. grown up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, just real quick, that just reminded me, uh, happy birthday, happy birthday to Kylie. So 
Um, mm-hmm. All right. So the the last thing the the moments are tied together. Like I said, I we pretty much talked about that. We agree with. Um, and you mm-hmm. know, the last thing I wrote down on there, which I think was in the uh, the action part, was living in the moment. Which once again, I know I know we talked about, but that's mm-hmm. that's huge. But um, yeah, it can be. I mean, it can be difficult. You know, a, a lot of times because it's sure. especially if you get a you know a person like me that. I've been honest. I'm impatient, impatient as fuck, you know, and, um, it's really hard to sit here mm-hmm. and, and enjoy, um, not to just enjoy the moment, but not to live outside of, of what I'm, you know, where I am right now, you know? And the other sure. thing too, just so everyone realizes right. when we, when we talk about the, you know, the future and stuff like that, I mean, you can still, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with planning for the future. That's, that's healthy. That's fine. No, um, but not. the key there is sure. to not, not to have worry about the future, right? You know, not to, I don't know, exactly. freak out about the future. Yeah. So, and and don't focus on the future so much that you're losing the moment that you're in, which is right. we can do. I know I've done it plenty of times. Yeah, you know, looking forward to something and and and, and missing what's happening right now. Right. Smelling the roses, watching a sunrise <laughs> or <laughs> a sunset right. or whatever. Look at that fucking yeah. moon. Yeah, look at that fucking moon. <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. And I still, I was, it was Thank within you. the last week or so, the the moon was kind of huge-ish, and I was standing outside, I'm looking, I'm like, God mm. damn, that fucking moon. That fucking moon. <laughs> yep. Oh, speaking of that, uh, speaking of sun, sunrises, sunsets, and all that stuff, I um, mm. I actually booked a, I booked another trip around um, Ollie's birthday. Uh, well, his birthday is actually the 15th of March. And Kimmy and Brian are having a birthday party for him and Oshkosh. Um, no, it just cracks me up, man. All the grandkids. My grandkid is May 15th. Chris's grandkid is April 15th. And yours is really? March 15th. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I anyway. Didn't, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I guess I never even, I, I didn't know about Chris on Chris's side, but um, uh-huh. obviously Lydia, Lydia, I knew, but I forgot it was a 15th. But yeah, that is kind of funny. Wow. <laughs> but um, so the next, the next week, whatever that is, like the 20, the 24th or something like that, they're having the get together mm-hmm. for them. And um, the short story is I'm, I'm trying to do something else through Airbnb. There's this, this thing you can do. Um, it's like a, uh, like we have on our store um, called shop where you can actually buy stuff and have interest-free payments and things like that through the shop. Sure. Airbnb has got this thing also where you can do that. And I did it when I took my trip to South Carolina where they'll, they'll split it up Mm -hmm. into certain payments if you want. And I'm like, Hmm, let me do this. Figuring the whole point is if you can build this stuff, build up basically a bank, it's almost like a, like a credit card type of thing. Um, You know, where they, they will, uh, if it's a larger quote unquote purchase, they'll charge you interest if you don't pay it off. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to start banking some of that stuff to have this other avenue. So whatever. And plus, I thought it'd be fun to be up there uh, during that time. So if you look at Wisconsin and you see that big lake in the middle, that's Lake Winnebago. Mm-hmm. And right at the bottom, the south end of that is Fond du Lac. And I found right. a, um, a a house to rent for that, that week, the Saturday prior to his birthday party. And then um, through... The next weekend, which is the Saturday before Easter, which obviously we haven't talked about, but you know, if you're coming down here, I mean, I'll still be, I'll be back on Saturday, but, um, yeah, right on a lake, you know, so I found, uh, cool. found a place to rent up there, but, uh, it's just reminded me of it cause it's right on that Southern corner. So you can walk out there. I, I should be able to see sunrises and sunsets while I'm there, which is, which is cool. And I can still work obviously because cool. I made sure that, you know, I, I need to have the, the router modem. I need to be able to plug in, you know, and all that stuff. But, um, 
yeah, it's just mm-hmm. kind of cool. So my, my, and this is, that's what made me think nice. about too, with this whole future planning. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of starting right. to plan out where I want to be and um, where I need to be, you know, during certain months. So right. April is our anniversary month. June is the, the retreat um, and founders day. So I, I need to start kind right. of planning some of this stuff. So I'm doing future planning though in a positive way, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. again, but you're not doing it to the point where, oh, fuck <clears throat> today, man. I, I'm worried about uh, next month. No, 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 nope, not at all. Right. Just um, I, it actually it you know what it makes me um, it makes me really happy because I've been I've been planning on doing this traveling for three years now. I think. Yeah. And right. And At I least knew two. That, you know it. Oh yeah. Well, and yeah, you got to figure. I was. It was a year before at a minimum a year before I, I wanted to start doing it um, like a year ago, but obviously came, came down here with mom's health and all that mm-hmm. stuff, you know, right. so that, that was a year in there. And I think it was, it was a year or so before that, but yeah, two and a half, yeah. three years, whatever the case is, but um, all this stuff is starting to fall into place, but I still, I had to be patient, you know, I not forcing anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing things I can't afford. <laughs> right. Um, you know, but it's still, I mean, I got, I, this job is going well. It's, you know, I'm doing a lot of training and still, it's a fucking lot, you know, there's no doubt. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can see just watching the other, the other reps and seeing where they're at. I mean, the, the potential is huge. So I know I can do it. It's just a matter of, again, planning, but, um, enjoying the fact yeah. it's making my moments now, um, wonderful because all the things that I've been planning for or thinking about over the last few years, you know, are coming into play and it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. So, yep. Cool. Funny house. That was a nice. that was a sideline. That promises, was a sideline man. That, but, Fucking um... promises. <laughs> yeah. So so wait wait. I just want to recap for everyone. So um, obviously we quit drinking, put down the bottle, and then we have to do all this fucking work. <laughs> we got to go to meetings. We got to read these fucking uh-huh. books. We have to be good human yep. beings, and then all this really mm. good shit happens to us. Let me just okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm wiping my brow right it's away. So hard. But eventually yeah, it happens. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's certainly not like I had I didn't I didn't necessarily I haven't been waiting, you know, almost 14 years to be able to do this. I didn't start thinking about this until, you know, again, whether whether it was two or three years ago, doesn't matter. It's been a period of time. But I knew it one step at a time. I had to had to, you know, get the job that the remote job was Uh key. And I just started this job three weeks ago, you know, so. Right. um, But that was the key without without the job and the ability to go anywhere. I can't. I can't do the rest, you know? Right. And then doing the research and doing all the stuff. And I've taken a couple of trips to see that I know that the traveling part, I know how to pack all my shit in my car. <laughs> you know, I mean, literally everything I've got all that stuff. It's all worked out. I've, I've, t- I've taken trial runs on, on everything else, mm-hmm. you know, so right. yeah, it's just kind of cool, but yeah, I don't know. That was a, that was a side note. I don't even know how I got on that. I talked about a sunset, I think. <laughs> yeah, you did. Right. Yeah. Possibly so, a sunrise. Um, Right. And the, um, so that's another note that the rambling part is not going to change in season five. <laughs> oh no, God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're, Mike and I are just going to continue to have these fucking random conversations with ourselves and you guys get to listen. Either you have to listen or you right. get to listen. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's good, yeah, bad, or different. But, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so here's the other thing. Um, we are coming up. So let me ask you first, before I say this, um, mm-hmm. A podcast anniversary, is that considered, if I'm talking about it early, is that fronting? Um, I mean, talk about it all you want. It hasn't happened yet, but so okay. yes, a podcast anniversary. Okay. So 
our two year anniversary, and the reason I thought about it, and I wasn't going to argue about it, but I have a I have a defendable <laughs> point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and my defendable point is is this episode, even if mm-hmm. both of us fucking die, like right after we're done recording this, done. You know, we All just right. drop drop dead, you know, at our on our at our computers. Well, no, it can't happen yeah, that possible. I gotta get the episode. I have to get the episode published first. All right. But right. this episode will live through the week. So mm-hmm. we're already there. With this episode, we're there. That was my defendable okay. point. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's I know a little it's, murky, but. It's the easier something <laughs> way. <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, right. Um, everyone. So, when is the anniversary 20, date? 27th february 27th okay two years two years for for this wonderful podcast but um i'll do a promotion on whatever date what day is that is that going to be wednesday Uh, uh, yeah yeah yes maybe once i don't know i don't know my calendar hang on on. let me i got right (laughs) here no that's calculator i one of these days i've got to move that in my phone because i have calculator (laughs) and calendar right next to each other the 27th tuesday tuesday that's what i thought (laughs) <laughs> yep. All right. So, yes, um, watch watch for a promotion on, on Tuesday um, for our, our podcast. I'll just do up a nice okay. little promotion thing. I'll probably run. Maybe uh, I was what I was thinking about was um, you and I doing like a little promo like we did our website promo. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll I think I'll just mm-hmm. I'll do the, the nice thing on Canva and then drop breezes. Um, your fuck off message. Behind <laughs> it, so. But yeah, that's easier. That's less work for both of us. So, yeah, works but, for yeah, me. So. I know, but, um, but either way, what I was going to say before though, is one way or the other, I mean, coming up in this season, I mean, uh, we've done 104 episodes. I mean, obviously this is episode 105. We've talked about the fact of no expectations, little expectations, things building all that stuff over the time frame. all these things are kind of cool. And I mean, worst case scenario, and I was thinking about this coming into this tonight, um, one year again, unless we died within that one year Mm -hmm. period, um, one year was going to happen because that was just out of fucking spite for that motherfucker that said, you know, (laughs) 90% of the podcast fails. So even if we stood, you know, just stood on our heads and just talked gibberish into here up, you know, for 52 episodes, one year was going to happen. But, um, right. But I don't know. And it did. (laughs) We stood on our heads and talked gibberish. and (laughs) (laughs) And now we've done it for another year. I know. And, and, you know, the, the thing of it is, and I, the other thing I thought about, which um, at this point, it's not even about um, expectations. It's not about anything anymore. It's a fact of this is what we do. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, I watch the, the number of plays and things have dipped a little bit, but they do. They ebb and flow and has the entire mm-hmm. for 104 episodes that ebbs and flows. So I'm not worried about that anymore. But um, if anyone's out there listening, same thing we always say, you know, if if this does anything for you and Mike, Mike said it eloquently last week can you repeat what you said last week do you remember oh jesus no okay yeah well, that's right you had <laughs> i'm living in the moment man i don't remember last <laughs> week you said something along the lines here listen up you selfish motherfuckers oh yeah yeah right yeah that was it yeah you know don't keep this shit to yourself man share it with your friends and your enemies right right so but yeah so um you know we're not going anywhere we're going to keep doing it anyhow but if um yes if you as one of our loyal listeners is getting something out of this, please share it with a friend because um, I think, I mean, I'm still having fun doing this and I think you are yeah. too. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's enough, uh, enough stroking each other's penises. Uh, let's go on wow. to something else. <laughs> My hand's getting tired. I know. And uh, yet another thing that will not change. <laughs> <laughs> 
And one one last thing, and I, I've got to I've got to touch base <laughs> with this person. Um, and it's another note I wrote down. Do you remember that we agreed to host a meeting at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time next Friday night? The podcast? No, no. <laughs> I didn't think you did. So it's the Good Lord. Uh, no, what? <laughs> what? What now? I agreed to what? <laughs> so it's the it's a podcast called the the Dopey Podcast. They do recovery meetings, and we were approached. Oh God, a couple months ago now, or at least a month or so ago, about um, right. she it's wanted us to lead a lead a meeting. Um, very you know, hazily ringing a bell somewhere <laughs> out and, in the mist. And what I did, you and I agreed to it, and I just, I, I told you, I said, I'm going to set a reminder one week prior. This is one week prior. <laughs> and I said, uh, I'll touch base with her, which I haven't yet. But um, mm-hmm. everyone, again, if you're listening, we we may be leading a meeting. on. I know a lot of people have heard of the Dopey Podcast. Um, they're, they're kind of mm. a big deal, bigger than us. Um, so we may have that opportunity to lead a, uh, a recovery meeting next Friday night. So I don't know if right. those go, go live or anything o'clock. like that, but. I know. Yeah. And that's why when, when she brought it up and I, and I reached out to you and like, yeah, what the hell are we talked about it? I, in my head, I'm like, fucking really? He agreed with me. (laughs) (laughs) What are you willing to do? Asshole. I know. And that's, I think that that might be, that might be what you said at the time. I don't remember, but, uh, but anyhow, Mm -hmm. everyone more to come, (laughs) more to come. More so, will all be right, revealed. Was... <laughs> yes, it will. And I'll, I will check with her tomorrow. So, all right. All right. Um, a couple of things that, uh, and I've got a few things from the reading, but this is one that this, this was just kind of fun. Okay. So I want to, I want to, I'm going to read this. This was a, a story that they uh, talked about on uh, the morning show that I listened to. And it was just the other day. I don't think the, this, however it came up, the story was from a couple of years ago, but it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So um, it was, it was actually a, a raccoon that this happened to, but I'm going to read it as if this, <laughs> as if this were a drunk man. Okay. 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 Everyone breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> a drunk man in Georgia was found frozen to a railway track by his testicles after mm. temperatures dropped <laughs> after temperatures dropped to minus 12 degrees. The animal was seen facing an oncoming train straddling the metal tracks. This is um, the, the guy that helped. I poured the warm water under his bottom while a coworker worked the shovel under his butt to try to break him loose. Says Neil, who rescued the drunk man. <laughs> <laughs> so literally I'm sitting there. I was either taking a shower, getting ready or whatever. When they're reading this, I'm like, that would be fucking hilarious at that, that. All you'd have to do is put drunk man, place a raccoon. And I'm like, I'm like, this could, this could easily be <laughs> a story of yeah, some change, fucking... change Georgia to Florida. And there yeah. you go. Yeah. Or Cleveland for God's sake. Who knows? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, but so that just made me think about it. Um, did you ever have? <laughs> did I ever I mean, get my nuts stuck <laughs> to a railroad track? <laughs> no, that was um, surprisingly okay. that was that was not going to be my question. But oh, okay, um, was there ever a time either when you woke up, got yourself stuck in a weird circumstance um, like that when you were drunk that it was either embarrassing or possibly could have been deadly? And I don't even mm. know. That's a very broad, kind of a broad question. But um, no, I didn't. I, I guess what maybe let me ask. I shouldn't assume. Have you ever had your your testicles frozen to <laughs> railroad tracks? Let's start there. Um, let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> um, to the best of my knowledge, no. <laughs> okay, good. But it's certainly possible. 
Um, right. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I've, I've certainly, uh, come to in, in bad situations. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I remember one time, um, I was, where the hell I was in California. Uh, I was, um, I think I may have been staying with my mom briefly. Um, and I went up to a local, like the nearest bar, um, and got hammered, got blacked out and, uh, woke up behind the bar the next morning. I have no idea how I got out there. I have no <laughs> idea. Right. You know, I'm, I slept outside in behind this bar out by the dumpster. Um, I would assume they just fucking poured me out there and left me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where you belong <laughs> by a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Most certainly. You know, they probably just couldn't lift my fat ass up and get me in the dumpster. That's where I really belonged. Um, yeah, you know, uh, clearly anything could have happened to me. Um, it didn't. And yeah, that just, that, that came to mind. I haven't thought about that in a long damn time. But yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a dangerous one. I was outside completely passed out. Fucking anybody could, yeah, come along and done anything to me. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the only one that, uh, and, and I was, I, I really, when I write this shit down, I try not to, I, I said this before, but I really try not to think mm. about it because I don't want to, right. Um, I, I don't want to ruin my thoughts or whatever kind of, you know, railroad track it <laughs> mm-hmm. into one direction. But, um, I mean, I was trying to think about, you know, places I couldn't think of one right off the top of my head, but the only thing that just popped into my head was, did I ever talk about that bar where I almost got, I literally probably could have gotten killed by like seven black guys in a bathroom. Hmm. Did I no, tell you that I one? I don't believe okay. I've heard this one. No. <laughs> okay. So, um, when Dawn and I were together, Again, people that she worked with and a few other people, we'd all, we'd go out to, you know, there was like, you know, there was some bars and then also so like, like dance clubs and things like that around Menominee Falls, the north side of Milwaukee, where, Mike, where you and I went to um, to see Lita Ford, that place that's a strip club, used mm-hmm. to be a dance club, for instance. Yeah, so we'd go right. there sometimes. And then there was this... Um, Basically, it's a it was a hip hop bar um, dance club that a couple of her she worked with a couple of younger uh, women um, who were uh, she was mm-hmm. friends with that I got to know them too. They're very cool, but they used to like mm-hmm. this bar, you know, like great dance music and whatever. So we go down, we go down there a couple of times. It wasn't in the worst neighborhood, but um, there had been I mean, there's shootings there every once in a while. There's you know fights. It's 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 not the greatest place in the world to be, um, but you know we go with a group of people. Uh-huh. It's no big deal. It's fun. So we go down there one time and, and I'm fucking loaded, you know, I mean, not like stumbling drunk, mm-hmm. but clearly after you hear what I said, you're going to realize I certainly wasn't in my right mind. So I get into the bathroom and it's a small bathroom mm-hmm. again. There's probably, there's five, six, seven black dudes in there. Um, and you know, nobody, it, it had nothing to do with the color of their skin or anything like that. Everyone was cool. We were all having a good time. Mm-hmm. I said something stupid and they, they were about ready to kill me, you know? So I'm in there. I go mm-hmm. to the bathroom, wash my hands. And this one dude, he's like sitting on the counter. He's talking to his buddies and he's blah, blah, blah. Somehow comes up with a conversation of, you know, that he needs to find some pussy, can't get pussy, whatever. He's like, he goes, I, I'm sitting here looking for pussy. And then I'm washing my hands. And I'm like, like, well, maybe your problem is you're looking for pussy in a men's bathroom. He jumps off the counter and the rest <laughs> of the guys form a circle around me. And I'm like, in my head, I mean, seriously, mm. I'm like, oh, fuck me, you know? And I'm just being 
the same guy I am now. What? Well, but I was drunk, you know. But I mean, I my smart mouth was always there. Sure. But you know, clearly I wouldn't have said something like that in a normal state. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, "What the fuck did you say to me?" Right. And uh, I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I was just fucking around." And then he comes up, he puts his arm around me. <laughs> And he's just one of the, and his guys are kind of closed. And then he's like, what's your fucking name? And he's asking all this stuff. What do you do for a living? He started asking me shit. And then um, I'm like, you know, seriously, I was fucking around. Mm -hmm. He asked me a couple of questions and he's like, you know what? He goes, you're "You're all right. He goes, that was funny. He goes, kind of a ballsy fucking thing to say in a, you know, a bathroom with a bunch of people (laughs) you don't know. But he goes, that's fucking funny. He goes, he goes, have a good night. And I'm just like. Oh, (laughs) but um, no, no reason in the world why, why they wouldn't have or shouldn't have just beat the fuck out of me, you know? And yeah. So Mm -hmm. that was probably my, uh, I would say my most, my mm. most dangerous one, but. (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's that's good, and, and I, it is yeah. a good line, and and yeah, they would have been complete assholes to actually beat you up over that. Yeah, fucking with you back is is pretty good, <laughs> but yeah, um, right, it's a good line, man. Yeah, what are you looking for, pussy, to get in men's room for, asshole? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, great line, but you gotta gotta know your know know your crowd. You know, read the room. I guess would have been the been the best way to put it. Right. So, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, you but, know, um, yeah, dangerous do you? shit. Um, do I what? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, do you hear me cut out at all? Because you're cutting out every once in a while. I feel like we have yeah. a delay a little bit. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, uh, quite a bit, really? actually, okay. you're cutting out on my end. Yep. Huh. Well, that's kind of weird. Um, all right, you know what? <laughs> uh, maybe... Should we take a break and like start up a new studio? I mean, nobody's, I, I don't know. I mean, just between you and me, like, we right. go ahead and do it because we're having, I think the conversation's going fine, but every once in a while I don't hear anything. And then I was wondering if you were cutting out or if I was. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we so both what do you think? are. Should we, yeah. uh, you know what? This is a good time. You will, we'll take a break. We will have a word from our sponsor. We will re-rig some stuff and we'll be right back with more nonsense with hopefully not a delay. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober Not Mature. Hi and, there. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well. But we do we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two. We Two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com. Uh-huh. And we just launched the store website. So uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least, big deal. 
Yeah, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me, 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> trying to help, man. I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now I got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. www.sobermanotmature.com. Uh, Did you just say sober but not mature? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, everyone, welcome back. And yet another thing <laughs> that will not change in season five. Um, technical issues, us talking about it openly, and the fact that I'm not going to edit any of that fucking shit. When I said that right. we were going to start a new studio, fuck it. We're keeping it real, yo. <laughs> All right, you caught me taking a drink. God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, that was yeah, the whitest I... keeping it real yo I have ever heard in my life. I know. Black guy should have kicked your ass. <laughs> yeah, speaking of speaking of get my ass kicked <laughs> by the by the fellows. But um but yeah, so I don't know. I, whatever. You know, we're that's the one thing uh, I'm I'm proud of the fact I think I've said that before that that we don't edit anything. You know what's funny is mm-hmm. had this happened because you know with all this new stuff with like I was saying with Spotify and I figured it all out how to do it all in one one episode and this and that. That mm-hmm. would have been perfect because I wouldn't have had to cut the episode and everything like that. But now, now I'm going to have to merge the episode together. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not a big deal because I got to throw I throw in the other stuff that we do. It's easy. I, I did it last week uh, in one chunk. And um, right. it's it was it was actually I got it done. I had one minor issue as a technology thing, but um it, it worked perfectly. The only thing still that bothers me is that, you know, because I'm listening to, like I said, I listen to our old clips and stuff like that on Facebook from like a year ago. And it I like having the, the background music in our daily clips, you know, uh-huh. but um, at some point, you know, I, I've looked briefly you know, to try to figure out. And I, again, I'm not, I'm not doing any more fucking work on this. <laughs> I'm just not, man. Yeah. You guys are going to have to hit in. I all the clips I did this week were with an app called Headliner that I I've used anyhow and um you know yeah it worked out fine so that's that but uh yeah anyhow all we're right. back technology issues or not we're we're fucking here man <laughs> <laughs> All right so we talked about raccoon and our testicles, testicles are up. railroad track free <laughs> Yeah and that is the one thing I I thankfully have never gotten my my testicles um caught frozen to or or anything my testicles are you know, after after fifty five years, they're still intact. So <laughs> they don't they don't produce babies anymore. But you know, they're intact. Mm. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, that's, that's one of my pickup lines. By the way, I can't get you pregnant. So hey, I got that going mm. for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get on to let's quit fucking around here. Let's get on to some more, <laughs> some more stuff. All right. <laughs> We yeah, stop fucking kidding. around. We won't have a podcast. <laughs> I know. So um, this one, I, I was out. Uh, God, where was I last week? I can't remember. Oh, I stopped to get uh, um, lunch at um, Firehouse Subs last Saturday, which uh, a lot of times I'll do. And that's, did I ever tell you that, that I still do that? We used to stop at, um, I used to go to Firehouse with Derek 
uh, we started going years mm-hmm. ago. And then um, we'd pick that up every week when we go over to see mom on Saturdays. You know, right. so actually since she's passed away, I mean, with few few exceptions, I, I usually get Firehouse on Saturday because it kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of reminds me of her. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. But um, plus I like, I like the food. <laughs> Yeah, right. uh, yeah, they're pretty good. You've taken me there a couple times. So I like it. It's just fine. Oh yeah. But so anyhow, so I'm sitting in Firehouse and I'm waiting for my uh, my order. I'm sitting down at the table, and um, I saw this dude and this lady walk in, and it just I, I immediately made the note on my phone. Have you ever looked at you ever looked at somebody in public and just like man that that person looks like a fucking alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. okay. And I knew you'd be honest about that, but I'm sitting there yep. and I'm like, that's just, I mean, so they, so both of them had probably, maybe they lived, I don't know, they lived a hard life, but they, both of them looked mm-hmm. like fucking drunks to me. You know, they weren't stumbling or anything yep. like that. But, but so know. you look at somebody and you're like, you're like, ah, that, that person drinks a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You, you, yeah. Well, you know, you see the gym blossoms <laughs> and yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, or you see a you see a guy or a lady walking out of the store with a big bottle of something or a you know a, a case of whatever, and you're like, yeah, that's I I, I figured, yeah, you you would have that, wouldn't you? <laughs> just, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know, it's right. Yeah, oh, I saw I a guy to... at ten o'clock this morning walking out of a liquor store with a bag, and I went, oh, yep, look at that, <laughs> ten in the morning, <laughs> man, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Like, I, and I told you about that. I used to do that. I used to go at uh, the liquor stores open at eight in the morning because I had to when I had to work, um, like start work at nine or whatever. The one place I was working, and uh, yeah, I mean sometimes I'd have to go literally have to go there at you know fucking eight o'clock in the morning, literally eight oh five, you know, and, and grab whatever I I I needed so I would have you know booze yep. that night. But you know, oh yeah, I don't know. Right, it's shit, uh, man, I. <laughs> Yeah, there was a point in my life where, well, in California, the liquor stores opened at 6 in the morning, and uh, I would be standing out front at 5.45, waiting for them to open. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, okay, so maybe that's another thing. This reminded me of something my dad used to say, and I know I know people people did it a lot. They even talk about it in the 24-hour book. Did you ever go to a bar first thing in the morning to, to get well or no? Um, I was never a bar drinker. I mean, not okay. really. Um, yeah, so... Um, I'm trying to think, um, nah, I mean, I'd, you know, again, um, I, I'd go to a liquor store, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You know, a convenience store, get a 12 pack of beer or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I I generally went to stores. I didn't go to bars to get well. I'd go to a bar occasionally to, you know, hang out, but no. Well, I, and I just wonder if uh, and my dad used to, uh, especially when there was a place that uh, in Parma that he used to go to. And he said they um, at that time, and he's you know obviously back in the 70s, he got sober at 81. Um, but he said they, you know, he said mm-hmm. people would go there for what they called openers, you know. And he said the, he goes, yeah, it was usually the same, openers. you know. Yeah, yeah, three to three to five guys every single day before work, um, and he said the mm-hmm. the, way the bartender was all these guys would sit down. And he knew exactly what they wanted. The guy would just you know pour their shot mm-hmm. or whatever, and the bartender would just turn away, you know, let them let them get their first fix, and then kind of like turn back around and be see if anyone wanted anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I'm sure it was a sad sight, but you know what I mean? It, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I never did that either. It's, it's not that I didn't drink in the morning. I just, I never went to, never went to a bar, you know, in the morning. Right. Mm-mm. No. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. That just uh, that that was one that just crossed my mind. But yeah, judging people, <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking alcoholic. But okay, so I'm not the <laughs> yeah. only one. Okay, good. All right. So another thing that uh, ran across my brain uh, this week, I believe. So a lot of people say that the first time that they took a drink, they felt like that was the thing that they were missing. Um, you know, like from mm-hmm. that moment, uh, it was their solution and that sort of thing. Um, sure. Do you think that that was was that for you or no? Did you feel that way? Um, I mean, for me, I always wanted to drink even before I could um, and before I did. Um, I certainly drank before I should, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I always wanted to drink, you know, um, I family functions I've talked about before, you know, I mean, you know, any holiday, any family get together, that sort of thing. Um, certainly the people my mom hung out with, um, her friends and stuff that, you know, I'd watch them party and I was like, fuck, I want to do that. I mean, I, that was early, early, I mean, four years old looking at, at those people going, yeah, I want to do that. So, um, I kind of already had it in my head that that's, that was going to be the solution to things. And it, it was, um, right. But yeah, it wasn't, I mean, my, I don't recall my first drink. I, I think I talked about it in my story. I mean, family tradition when teething babies rubbed whiskey on their gums. Um, so, right. you know, I had my first actual drink, uh, my mom told me a story of when uh, she nursed me for a while and the doctor, God, I love the fucking sixties and seventies. The doctor <laughs> told her to drink a beer because it would help with the milk production. So I'm sure she had wow. more than one, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, doctor recommended, you know, <laughs> these cigarettes are good for you as opposed to these other cigarettes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm sure I started ingesting alcohol from the get-go, possibly even in your utero. Um, so right. by the time I, I got to it, it was, it was there. It was already in my head that that's what I wanted to do. And I had already ingested the stuff um, before I even had memories of it. So yeah, you know, um, it was sort of the natural progression for me. Right. Let's just, uh, I mean, it, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, and, and I think, you know what I mean? You know, we've heard people, um, you know, stand mm-hmm. up on a podium and say that, you know, I had my sure. first drink and it's like, Hey, um, you know, and what it, what it reminded me of. And you remember when, when Jim Benny said that the first time that he, you know, he drank for years and that chick that he was hanging mm-hmm. out with, um, she mm-hmm. smoked a crack and he's like, why do you do this? Why do you do this? And he's like, fine, give me that. I'll try it. And he said, you know, he first, you know, first drag on that, on that crack pipe and his, his words always were hello. <laughs> right <laughs> and then uh, he goes then his his word or his uh his line was he goes I, I only picked up crack once but he goes i didn't put it down for three years <laughs> right <laughs> but, um, and you know i i think that the same as you i when when i was a kid and i don't i think i've talked about it on here you know between my my dad my uncles and this and that i remember at family gatherings that um mm-hmm. they they used to think it was a fucking hoot <laughs> to, to you know mm-hmm. give me a, it's like oh you know i walk over and i'm like oh you know can i have a drink of that water and it's vodka and then all of them be mm-hmm. like yeah take a sip go oh, you're fine you take a drink of it and you're like holy fuck you right. know and you're you're, right. you're three and four years old you know mm-hmm. um and then sneaking drinks when i was god we still lived in parma we were stealing little the little mini beers from you know our me and my friends were stealing from our families um uh-huh. i know when we went to pittsburgh we were sipping on shit and whatever you know but right. i, I 
I still don't, I don't think that I ever had, I don't remember having that moment where it's like, this is my deal and this is what I want to do mm-hmm. forever type of thing, you know, right. but you know, once I, once I started going out and having fun and, and that sort of thing, um, and even back, I suppose even back to that, you know, I mean, stealing beer and stuff as a kid, I suppose it's a kid thing, but not necessarily normal drinking. I didn't drink normally mm-hmm. in high school. I did sort of sure shit didn't drink normally that, that year I went to college. And after that, right. I never, and I've said it, you know, I probably a hundred times on here. I never, ever, ever uh, just went out to dinner, had a meal or sat down socially and had a drink with somebody. And that's it, you know, and never, you know, I don't think, think even no. once in my life, you know, Mm-mm. so. No, oh, absolutely I not. I mean, the, the, the few occasions where I, for whatever reason, I was forced to only have, you know, a couple of beers or whatever in some sort of situation, I was fucking miserable. Yeah, that, that's right. definitely not anything I, I wanted to do. No, of course not. No, I want to get loaded. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it never really made any, any sense to me, you know, just, uh, it, not Mm-mm. that, I don't know what, and in my head, it wasn't like I, I'm, I only want to drink if I could get drunk, but it never made sense to me in my head It just, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. You know, you talk about, I don't know, like, uh, whatever the serving size is for a bag of potato chips. Okay. Right. It's fucking, it's ridiculous, you know, or, you know, having, um, I don't know, you get a bag of, uh, the little, um, Hershey bars, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Who's going to have one, you know, are you just going to have one little bar of chocolate? I mean, it's just, I'm sure people (laughs) do. (laughs) It just seems insane to me. Yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it seem insane even in that manner? So absolutely. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It just, uh, again, crossed my mind about, uh, and I don't know if I heard that on something, but uh, it just popped into my head, but yeah, it just never, never made sense to me. I mean, again, not that it did make sense to me that people found that as their solution, but you know, I, I just mm-hmm. never had it happen. So, but, um, no, nah, no, nah, yeah. There all right. Was never, well, I mean, generally when you hear that from the podium, you know, they're like, you know, yeah, I was, uh, you know, 13 years old and, and I, you know, I, it was my first, you know, I went out for the first time and had, you know, six beers and they had that feeling and it was all amazing. And yeah, like you, man, it was, it was drabs and dribbles pretty much all the way up until <laughs> when we got to the point where we could put in as much as we wanted to. Right. Yeah. I kind of like that drabs and dribbles. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that, uh, heard that put that way before. So yeah, it's kind of funny. All right. So, um, another thing, and, uh, again, God only knows how I thought up about this, but so do you ever find yourself and not necessarily in a sobriety standpoint, but do you ever find yourself still looking for the easier, softer way? And I, again, I don't mean from your sobriety <laughs> standpoint, but just in life, right? <laughs> in life. Of course. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, but thankfully, um, had enough, uh, training if you will in this thing that i recognize when i'm doing it and um i know it's not what i should be doing because i know in the long run uh that it's not going to serve me very well in the in the immediate moment um it may be easier but again in the long run i know that it's 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 not going to be the best way to do something so um i generally stop myself from doing it um go for the more difficult harder way um 
<laughs> but yeah, 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 of course. Again, it's it's like everything else, you know, we've spent the first four decades of our lives living that way. Um, yes, naturally, that's where our brains are going to go. First thought wrong. And then we, right. we recognize it and go, eh, it's probably not a good idea to do it that way. I should probably do it the right way, even if it's a little bit harder and a little more arduous. <laughs> that's that's the first big word of the podcast, arduous. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but um, you know what? And and I thought about that, and I and I know I do too. Um, you know, not with the and thankfully, when when it comes down to, I don't want to say the important stuff, but the the most mm. important thing to us from a sobriety standpoint. You know, I mean, thankfully, I don't think that either one of us, you know, try to take that shortcuts or easier, softer way with this, you know, this thing we do. Um, but mm-hmm. I know that, and it just popped into my head when you were talking. I know now, um, at least in the last, it's probably, maybe it has been since I, since I've been sober. Like if I, if I buy something that has to be put together, um, I do, I go step-by-step through the instructions, even if it looks like Mm. something I know how to put together where I, I never used to do that. I mean, I look at them like, Mm -hmm. I know how to do this and I would just do it. (laughs) And then, you know, either you end up with, you know, a piece on backwards or you end up with, you know four screws left and it's not the spare ones that they send along, right. you know, cause there's certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think the, uh, the, the chair that I have, um, and I ended up buying a, a new chair. Um, and it came, it comes with, I don't know, three or four extra screws. But when you, when you look at the package of the screws, it's like, they're all mm-hmm. I don't know, it's cellophane or whatever plastic put on a piece of cardboard. And it says right on there, these right. are extras, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Right. So, so you know, <laughs> Yeah. So you know, when you're done, you know that you should have the extras, but um, yeah, but I, I can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know for a fact, I, I want shit to happen. It, that goes back to impatience, right? I mean, I know for me, it's probably mm-hmm. uh, looking for the easier, softer way. It's just lack of patience, I would think, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. And, and <laughs> I love to use, yes, I read the instructions now. Yeah. I'm the same way too. wonder where we got that from. Here's the instructions. Read them. I know. <laughs> I know, which is, which is crazy, right? Because I mean, we, um, I, I know I, I was going to say we, but I know I never did that, you know? No, I, no, I, I didn't either. Right. Oh, I can throw this thing together. I can figure it out. Right. And yeah, like you said, you know, you end up with extra shit or whatever, or yeah, right. Or you didn't do that and you've got these extra ones. And so you're like, you know, drilling new holes to put these extra screws in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would have to say that I, I can't think of a specific example of that, but I'm sure that I've I drilled mm. a couple of extra holes in my life putting stuff together. And and just a side <laughs> note, we're still getting a delay. Can you can you tell? Yeah, I know. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it'll be it'll be so interesting to see if um if this pieces together right. But we're gonna end up having some mm-hmm. spaces because I know that like when I've said something, there's a pause and I'm sure I think what's mm-hmm. it's happening, whether it's on my end or your end, it's after I'm done speaking, there's that there that's where the delay is, either when it's getting to you right. or, or coming from me, because there's gonna be spaces in there, but anyhow. <laughs> I just it, as long as we know that it's happening, then maybe we you know, now we just we recognize there's going to be mm-hmm. a little delay in our in our conversation so whatever the fuck whatever right absolutely right is what it is yes but yeah clearly you know <laughs> yeah like you said when we took our little break uh apparently at&t's running this thing <laughs> yeah and it's uh i don't know because i i even 
I closed out the entire, I just came out of Riverside completely. I closed out of the browser. I didn't restart my computer, but I did. I had reset the modem before, before we started and stuff, but who knows? There's been yeah, weird shit too. going on in the, in the internet world these days. So the last few days, there so is. yep. So why wouldn't again, it affect you know, us? <laughs> well, yeah. Why us? God damn it. I, well, I, I, you know what? I think we're kind of a big deal. You know, I think we just talked about that a little mm. bit. Too much. <laughs> All right. Did we? <laughs> Are we? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, I was trying. Okay. So, yet another thing that's not going to change in season five Bill is still going to be a fucking egotist. <laughs> uh, Chief yeah. egotistical officer. Yeah. I ever tell you there was uh, there was somebody that I had uh, um, that I had met um, I met through a dating app right at, right after we started this uh, thing. So I mean, clearly, mm. obviously, a couple of years ago or almost two years ago now. All right. And and I don't know. It's one of the things that uh, I was kind of joking around that one of the at least for me, I think one of the funniest parts of meeting a new person is saying, if you really want to know me, um, sober not mature, listen to a couple <laughs> episodes, you're going to get a really good fucking idea of whether or not you want to spend even a mm-hmm. minute with me, let alone a little bit of time. <laughs> and uh <laughs> <laughs> and and she, she this is after we had the website in place and stuff like that and she's like chief egotistical officer she's like what the, well, she's like what is that you know because we i didn't know her that well you know i knew her for like a month or something mm-hmm. like that and then whatever what is yours you're just chief obscenity officer that said yeah you're coo <laughs> and and i said uh, she's like are those like your alter egos or something or what is that and i said yeah kind of <laughs> but i'm like yeah just just listen <laughs> no you know, those, <laughs> nothing yes, alter about them those are our egos right yeah exactly but uh you know the funny part that was you know you figure a couple of years ago now uh, and it was a person i had met that uh she was in milwaukee working and uh, we met up for coffee and stuff like that and hung out for the week that she was there but um I just uh, trying to think. It was like a month or so ago. I mean, I keep in touch with her every once in a while. So you know, I didn't completely. We had we <laughs> haven't scared her away yet. So, mm. but uh, yeah, we we are what we All are, right. as they say. Right? Need to try harder. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, okay. So there was a. Uh, one of the podcasts that I was listening to, I think it was last weekend. And this was, this was kind of funny. This, you know, that necessarily goes along with what we were talking about, but I guess, yeah, kind of, it does. So the podcast that I was listening to, one of the, one of the guys on there said that, um, you know, he literally said that he goes every once in a while, he goes, you know, he's been sober about the same amount of time as us, but he goes, I do enjoy being a prick every once in a while still. (laughs) And he said, Mm. um, he goes that he had, uh, he said some hat that he had. He, he didn't really explain what it was, but he said it was a it was a hat that he has that he knew would get a reaction from some people. And he said he wore it out to the mm-hmm. grocery store when he went grocery shopping on purpose because he knew that people would see it and react to it. And he he did it on purpose. And he said he goes yeah he goes I just he goes I felt like being a prick that day, so I wore my. It wasn't he was saying it wasn't like super offensive. He did not even say what it was, um, but I just thought that was kind of funny. So I bet it was. My question is, do you? <laughs> it's it could have been i was thinking political i was thinking you know anything like who knows <laughs> who knows you know but um right so do you ever get in that in that mode at all where you're just like fuck it i want to piss people off today oh absolutely all the time well <laughs> <laughs> did you uh did you happen to see the uh pictures i posted uh kathy got me a birthday present oh did you post them today 
I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't been on Facebook since this morning, but yeah, I I know the T-shirt. Right. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, explain <laughs> it. Well, it's a QR code, and uh, if you uh, scan it with your phone, it uh, a little message pops up that says "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> And I cannot I thought, wait to wear it out into the wild. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a Founders Day t-shirt. Oh, it will be. Right. Well, and um, whatever it was that uh, she came across and she sent me a text and she's like, look, she's like, you know, when you do this and she's like, I'm ordering this for Mike for his birthday. And however she came across it, and then when she got it, she I did. I scanned it. It came up and uh, I showed her and she's like, oh, it's kind of cool, whatever. So. Yeah, she she mailed it out. I don't know whatever whatever day it was. She's like, oh, I'm trying to get this to the post office because now now it's late and whatever. But uh, yeah, I haven't been on Facebook yet. This I got it I'll today. Take a look at it. Nice. So what that reminds me of is that um, uh, the one year for Founders Day when you wore the "I fuck for Satan" T-shirt. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so you Prop can give the whole example. backstory about that. Yeah, you can get the backstory on that, where it came from, right? Uh, well, our friend Bo had the T-shirt, and I went, oh, that is really fucking cool. And so <laughs> I went and got one for myself. And, yes, I wore it to Founders Day one year because, yes, um, I well, there, there's an answer to your question. Yes, I like to go out and be a prick. Absolutely. <laughs> and and when I was listening to that podcast, I knew that that, that, that was immediately what that, that T-shirt um you know, of yours came to mind. And then even when, I mean, the t-shirt I wore last year, the 13 step one, you know, I figured that I had a couple mm -hmm. of people, not many people, I don't think really even noticed it, but the people who did, sure. I mean, I get a couple of reactions from it. Um, but the same thing, I didn't give a fuck. And that that's the, the reason that I put that shirt together is for that reason. I wanted to, I wanted to fuck with people, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I remember the, um, yeah. So our, our friend Bo, who is a female, um, had that had that T-shirt mm -hmm. on, and uh, and I don't remember if I was if I was around when you saw her with it, but then I, I remember you got it, and then yeah, we, we're Founders Day and we're walking around, and I'm not thinking anything of it, but then every once in a while, um, you know, people were walking by, and you'd get either the oh my god, that's fucking great, or or Jesus Christ, did you see that T-shirt? People coming up there, uh -huh. you know, people wanting to get pictures with you, and <laughs> it was, and then I we. It was one of the one of the few years that we had a rain delay and they cleared everyone out of the stadium and we're waiting up in the concession area. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people had cleared out. And I remember you and I were walking back down um, and you were walking in front of me and these two chicks were walking, walking up the other way. And I saw them look at it with just this weird thing. And then the one girl says to the other, she's like, did you see what he, his T-shirt says? That's just so offensive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I'm yeah, like, clutch I'm those like, pearls, honey. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, that's that's the exact reaction that. Well, I know that you wanted, but I was looking for all day mm -hmm. too. After, you know, just looking for people to, <laughs> you know, it, and it is, it's it's fun. But you know, that rule sixty two, right, or whatever. Yeah. Just in, just in general, you know, I mean, fuck people. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't take yourself too damn seriously. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, well, you know, I've got. Uh, my car i'm actually the last three or four cars i've had i have a hail satan sticker on the back of my car <laughs> and you know i've also got an aa triangle um and i actually got stopped a couple years ago by some guy who was like that an aa sticker i said yeah 
And he's all, how do you make those two work together? I just looked at him and said, dude, I'm an atheist. So um, it, it works just fine. The sticker's there just to make people think, you know, and that's exactly why it's there. There is no God. There is no Satan. It's all made up. And, <laughs> you know, and I still work an AA program. Deal with that. Right. Well, and, and that's the whole thing with um, at the at the retreat, you know, the fucking Jesus boy, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't even realize I at the time that it happened, I didn't put, you know, the two and two together that because um, you, mm-hmm. you're the one that said after the fact that he saw you get out of your car, you know, so that's right. obviously when when he decided that uh, he was going to start trying to <laughs> save you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. It just, I mean, your, your car, um, I, I don't know all the stickers you have on there. I mean, the, the way that you, the, some of the t-shirts you wear, I mean, you've got all your, all your, you got your tattoos and your piercings and your rings and whatever. And the, I mean, I don't know, you've got, you've got a thing about you. You've got, a, you know, a purposeful, <laughs> well, there's a, there's a, a specific way that you, um, dress, accessorize mm-hmm. your car accessorize yourself and stuff like that and it's a part yep. of you know who you are but it's not you you know it's not it doesn't right. define you just because of the way all those different things now i know that now mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it, it cracks the it cracks me the fuck up knowing that that's why i mean first of all it, i never and i know neither one of us really think about it anymore that unless we you know start laughing at each other about it of how different mm-hmm. you and i are how different you and i look right you know Right. And, and when, when we hang out, we don't think about it, you know, cause we, we could be anywhere, you know, and we don't, we don't right. think about it until we start getting weird fucking looks or whatever. And, um, I mean, it just, it, it's funny, but I don't know it people, this is the same thing. I couldn't even imagine walking up to somebody, um, knowing what I know now about mm-hmm. AA and the diversity of people and all those sort of things and asking somebody that had a, a Satan thing and in an AA sticker and saying, how does that work? Cause I know how it does. It doesn't matter what the fuck you believe, in, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, well, you, I know, oh, you know, absolutely. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, there's, I mean, there's a whole, uh, subset. I mean, I've, I, there's a book, I own it, uh, satanic recovery. Um, you right. know, it's, it, it, and it's, it's bullshit just like all the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> but I do have the book. I've read about half of it and, um, you know, you know, cause I wanted to check it out because I'm open to spiritual concepts and that is a spiritual concept. And, um, like I said, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's bullshit just like the rest of it is and that's fine, but it, but it works for some people so that therefore it has value. Right. Well, not in, for me. in my, right. Well, in my default, you know, or. I don't want to say defense to it, but I guess it, it, it is in a general sense is that, you know, AA is a worldwide thing. It's not just a, mm-hmm. just an American thing. It's not just a, um, you know, a mainstream religion type of thing, because mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that from, from the start, but, and I think when speaking of Founders Day, and I'm sure I brought this up on here before, but we were, I don't know, five, six, maybe even seven years sober. And the the dude that read How It Works at Founders Day um, mm-hmm. was from, clearly from India, you know, had the whole headgear mm-hmm. on the whole right. bit, you know. And now, I don't know right off the top of my head, in India, what do they worship? Do you know? It's not the, it's not the mainstream God, right? 
No, no, they they've got a bunch of them. Yeah, the Hindus do. Right. You know, and then there's subsets of that. You know, and the Sikhs and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's several religions over there too. And and but yeah, I mean, the main one is Hinduism, and there was a bunch of gods in that one. Right. So it it works for this dude, and I think at the time, I mean, he was like 15, 16, 17 years sober. And then you right. talk about there, there's there's Buddhists out there. There's all these. It doesn't even matter. There, there's people all over the world that are mm-hmm. sober through Alcoholics Anonymous, and right. they are not us. They are not you. Right. You know, they're not me. And they're certainly mm-hmm. not walking into and and praising, you know, the God of mainstream religion. And as soon as it wasn't even that founder's day that came to light, but it was just kind of like, what a great example of the mm-hmm. thing, because that's the whole point. This thing doesn't, the, the AA thing doesn't work if it's only a, an American mainstream God thing. It doesn't work, doesn't right. work everywhere if that's, if that's all that it is. It just doesn't, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be like saying the only way, the only way you can get sober in this program is if you eat hot sauce, you know? Well, I can't right. eat hot sauce. Well, then you can't be, you know, a member of, of Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, why not? Can I have a spice greater than myself rather than? <laughs> I don't want hot sauce. <laughs> right. Can it be paprika? You know? Yeah. <laughs> can, can it be anything other than? <laughs> Cumin? But yeah, I, I don't know. Cumin? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, let's, let's put some cumin on our, on our dinner. What? You, you put right, what? <laughs> I, I misunderstood. <laughs> but yeah, so, and, and I knew that um, literally your, your Satan t-shirt was the first thing I thought about when, uh, you know, as far as being a prick. And it, it is fun sometimes. I think the whole point to, mm-hmm. to that, I guess, to wrap up our little, our little thing, this little, that little story in a nice little, little bow is that, first of all, people don't, people take themselves too goddamn seriously. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. But on top of it too, we're not wearing out a t-shirt trying to hurt people. We're not, we're not being racist yeah. with a t-shirt um you <laughs> no. know if we're you know, be positive i are just out there to... satan <laughs> right right <laughs> but but you know what i mean it's there's a different story with going out and just wanting to shock people a little bit than i mean we're not being mean or cruel so i don't know it's just it's funny to me Mm-mm. it's mm-hmm. yeah you know, it uh it i i was completely 100 percent agreeing with that guy when he was talking about him, like yeah that's i don't know what the fuck he wore but <clears throat> ah, excuse me talk amongst yourself for a minute i think i need to take a drink of coffee hang on all right yes and now my lovely sister has gotten me a t-shirt with a qr code on it that when you scan it tells you to go fuck yourself Ooh, that was weird sitting there talking and I'm like, I'm start choking on air or something like that. So I don't know what the fuck that was, but, <laughs> but anyhow, anyhow. So yeah, that's uh yeah, definitely. Um, you know what? Do me a favor and uh, text me those pictures mm-hmm. or I can grab them off of Facebook and I'll, I'll post them on our Instagram yeah. page too. Right. Okay. Well, I put them cool. on the sober, not mature page as well. So they're there. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I'll grab them off of there and put them on Instagram. I will. I'll try not to cross post them so they're not double posted. Because yeah, when you put them on Facebook, it doesn't shoot over to Instagram, but it does vice versa. So, and I think uh, this episode's uh, cover picture, thumbnail, whatever the hell it's called, will be that QR code. Ooh, yes, yeah. There's a, that's yeah, that's fine. That'll work. I think that should be. That's nice. I like that. All right. Well, that ooh. I'm, now that makes me happy. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Good. 
See, I'm okay. making other people happy with my awful, obnoxious uh, behavior. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, you're making your little corner of the world a better place, right? Exactly. Okay, so um, this is one from, God, this is from a while ago from Keep It Simple. Um, today I'll list the people and places that are risky for me to be around. Uh, and I put in parentheses, I didn't read this yet. Even though we are spiritually fit, are there still places that you will not go? So let me repeat that. Today I'll list mm. the people, places, uh, people and places that are risky for me to be around. And just as a side note, even though, I mean, we feel that we're spiritually fit, are there still places that, that you will not go? I mean, no, there's really no place I won't go. Um, you know, I can go anywhere as long as I have a reason to be there. Um, but uh, there's certainly people I wouldn't, it's not even risky for me to hang out with them. I just, I absolutely don't want to. Um, you know, I've got friends and <laughs> stuff that's <laughs> that's still party and whatever, uh, too goddamn old for it, but they do what they do and that's fine and I don't care. Um, but I'm certainly not going to go spend an afternoon with them because there's just no fucking point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's not it's not it's not risky. It's just fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, and, and you said you kind of hit the hit the nail on the head there. And what we have talked about is that the whole thing with the spiritually fit thing, at least as far as what what it says in the big book and what we were taught. And I think what we live by is as long as we're someplace that we have a reason to be there, being there for right. we were always told be there, be there for the event, not the party, you know, especially mm -hmm. if it's at a bar or something like that. Like, for instance, sure. I wouldn't I would have I. <laughs> I would have no reason to go into a strip club these days, you know? Right. Um, and, and the thing of it is, it'd be like, I, I never got strip clubs were fun to go into with a group of people. You know, I've been into plenty mm -hmm. of strip clubs and we used to, Dawn and I used to go in with a group of friends, Dawn and I, my wife and I right. <laughs> used to oh, go yeah. to, right. And that was, that was great, you know, but I'm not saying that I've never sat in a strip club by myself while I was drunk years ago, you know, and watched mm -hmm. some chicks doing their thing. You know, I've done that. Okay. But these days I just wouldn't see the point now casino almost, you know, was along those same lines. I don't know. I don't know that I would just go into a casino by myself, you know, um, mm -hmm. it just wouldn't, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm on that. The the thing of it is, I used to go in there obviously and, and waste a lot of money at a casino. That's number one, um, and I still think I have that. I have that ism, you know, when on the gambling side of things too. Um, I mm -hmm. think, you know, and I don't want I don't want to find out, you know. Um, but I also used to go into casinos and drink and gamble, you know. But right, oh same yeah, same thing, different different story. We, you, me, and Michael went in there. I went to a casino last year on New Year's Eve with Kathy. Things like that, you know, I'm fine with, but, um, you know, places I just don't need to be. I don't need to go when I was down in South Carolina. You know, I went to, I was trying to pick out a restaurant that I could go along the water and this and that. Had this place I went to been, it would have been in the middle of the summer on a, you know, on a summer night and shit like that. I probably would not have gone to that place just because it was a, it was like a big party bar, you know, with a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, but right. they had decent food. It was a cool atmosphere. It was right on the water and stuff like that. But I don't need to, I don't just need to go into a place like that to eat if there was some, you know, big drinking party going on. I mean, I could, there's mm -hmm. other places I can go eat. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of my, 
well, my rules, totally. I guess, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, right. I mean, I'll, I go in, I'll go into a quote unquote dive bar. Um, if there's a band playing that I want to see, I will go and watch the band. Um, I'm not going into that same bar on a fucking Tuesday night with nothing that's going on and just hanging out. What the fuck for? <laughs> right. It's boring. Yeah, it's right. it's not something I want to do. It just doesn't interest me. It's not entertaining. It's sure as hell not going to make me feel good. So why the fuck would I do it? Right. Yeah, and even when I was even when I was in Memphis, you know, the the place that I I sat in that blues bar where I had uh, you know I ate dinner there, you know, before mm-hmm. it was before the you know the band was up and everything, but I knew uh, that there was going to be a blues band at seven o'clock, and I got done eating and had probably 45 minutes until you know the band was going to come on and um i just walked up and down bourbon street and hung outside it was fucking beautiful and i watched people walk by and um you know right. I, I did i went back at the bar i sat by myself i was there for about 40 to 45 minutes and i got that feeling that's like yeah you you don't need to be here anymore you know yeah um right i i didn't want to drink i had no no desires no no triggers <laughs> right <laughs> you know it was Literally, it was nothing like that. It was just that that feeling and that knowledge that, you know, it's coming up on eight o'clock. The place is filling up. I see more and more people ordering drinks. Um, I've seen enough. The band was great. I had a wonderful fucking time yeah. and I left. You know, it was great. You know, yeah, so exactly right. Yeah. It gets <laughs> to a point where it's, it's just not fucking entertaining anymore. Absolutely. Right. And I, I've, I've left places like that, too. It's like, fuck, man. OK, you know, I saw what I wanted to see, got out of it what I wanted to get out of it. And now I'm fucking going because there's nothing here left for me. Yeah, that's fine. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. Why would I want to stay longer? And, and, and again, I didn't get sober to be fucking miserable. So <laughs> I, 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 I practice these principles in all my fucking affairs. I'm not going to make myself miserable just because. I think I have to stick it out or some bullshit. No, I, right. I, I got what I wanted. I'm done. Good night. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the the thing of it is, and it, it's kind of funny. I was just thinking about when, um, obviously, when I was still drinking, I, I never cared about that, that point right there. Like you said, you know, this isn't entertaining anymore. I would stay there because I was drinking and figuring, you know, I'm just, I'm going to hang out. I'm just going to keep drinking and see what happens, you know, see if, <laughs> right, you know, <laughs> you're waiting for the moment to happen. And, you know, like, well, I can, well, I'm here. Mm. I'm just going to keep drinking anyhow. So, um, yeah, just, uh, what, uh, boy, we talked about that before freedom, not having dependence on anything anymore. And not just, not just the booze, but you know, the dependence on having to sit in a, in a place like that, like you said, you know, where you're not having fun, this is not entertaining but the only reason you're sticking around is because you're waiting for something to fill your boring existence mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. i mean literally and, and, what it comes down to yeah yeah exactly right and, and and i don't have that hole to fill anymore so i again got what i needed and i'm good going home <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, um, all right. I think I get, uh, I've got one more here. I think I'm just going to do one more cause this, this delay and I'll, I'll be honest with everyone out there. It's kind of irritating me. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to do one more and then we're going to be done before one of us blows a fucking fuse because of technology. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right. So um, huh? hey, this is probably a good one now that I see it. Is your worst day now better than your best day when you were drinking? Obviously, a, a saying that people uh, talk about all the time. So you, you always hear people um, when they're talking in their leads in, in most cases, but you're like, oh, my worst day now was is better than my best day when I was drinking. Do you agree with that, disagree with that, or have any opinion on that? Oh, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I had some fucking wonderful times when I was getting loaded. You know, yes, of course I had miserable times too. Um, No, no, my worst day today is not better than my best day when I was getting loaded. No, absolutely not. That's bullshit. Um, Am I, but, but deep down in my, I know what the hell they're saying because deep down in my core, yes, I deal with things better. My life in general is better. Of course, this is a better way to live. But so I understand the sentiment of the statement, but the statement itself is pure bullshit. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's actually what you were, um, when you said the sentiment of the statement, I mean, that kind of boy, this is inadvertently, we just wrapped everything together in a, in a nice little bow for the podcast, because that's how the reading started because of all the divine stuff. Right. But I mean, mm-hmm. same deal. I know exactly what people are talking about. Um, but I've always thought it's just one of those things in my head when people say it, I'm just kind of like, uh, I had a lot of fucking fun, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> be, be, before things got, you know, and granted, there's always the point. And I don't know when I crossed the point. I mean, I know when it was bad, but I don't know when everything was bad or everything got bad. Um, but we talked about it and I, I, I like the fact that, um, I don't know. I, I, I was almost going to say hate. That's the wrong way to put it. I don't like listening to podcasts, listening to stories, listening to leads, where people act as if they never had a good time when they were drinking, because that's fucking ridiculous, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's of course. honest. I don't think it's being true, you know, to their recovery. I don't think it's being true, you know, to people out there. I think it makes other people that are newly sober, um, and I don't want to use the word shame, because I hate that fucking buzzword these days, too. Um, but mm. I think it makes newly sober people feel uncomfortable if they're looking back and they're like, you know what, I had a lot of fucking fun, but it just shit went bad. Shit went off the rails. Ooh, right. another one about rails. <laughs> Back to the rails. <laughs> um, but I, I do. I, I think it makes people, you know, um, just sit back and possibly even doubt themselves. Maybe I shouldn't feel like that. So anyone that's listening to us, you know what? Again, we're going to keep it real, yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and tell you <laughs> it, it's so it's okay. It's okay to look back and say that, yeah, I had a really fucking good time. I had a great time at this time. I had a fun time. Yes, I was drinking and yes, I was drunk and blah, blah, blah. But shit got bad and that's why I'm that's why I'm sober now. There's nothing wrong with that. You could recognize those different Mm-mm. pieces of your drinking life and not be ashamed of it. At least that's our opinion, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think we I think I went off on a little bit of a rant there. Both of us did. So I like that. Thank you. Nice. all right so but uh seriously and uh although that we've kept we both kept our composure through this uh you know this time frame this this delay is i i know it's irritating me and i i'm sure it's irritating the fuck out of you too mike and uh i'm hoping yes it is you know that the all this that all this little talk about the delay people are gonna be like it sounded fine i hope everything pieces together but at this point we're fucking done done dealing with it so mike it's Mm -hmm. your turn (laughs) 
All right. (laughs) Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature, even though it was a little screwy. Hey, when isn't it? All right. So uh, go out there, do something nice for somebody this week. Be kind to each other. Be good to each other. And you know what? It's fucking time. It's time. It's time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off till you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate, dream the impossible dream, and keep fucking off forever. <laughs> your your volumes were spiking on that one. I like that. I like that. Nice. Put, put a little bit more <laughs> oomph in it again. So, yeah, it's all good. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. So um, I know what the picture is going to be. You'll do the title. We'll see what that comes out to be. But hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's it's season five. Welcome to the shit show once again. And uh, <laughs> we, we, we appreciate you guys hanging. Appreciate you guys hanging out for maybe maybe another fifty two episodes and uh, dealing with this fun technology bullshit that we have to deal with. So all right, that about wraps it up. Thanks, AT and T. <laughs> yeah fuck you whoever's fucking up our podcast <laughs> all right man i i love you brother and i'll talk to you later love you too bye bye and now it is time for you to fuck off then keep fucking off keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here climb over that gate dream the impossible dream and keep fucking off forever.